Radio's Community News Desk podcast number seven. I'm Jennifer Gannon. Later, we'll be talking to Olympic gold medalist Michael Carruth, who is training young people in uh, the art of boxing. We'll also be talking to Paul Horan and Martin Byrne from the Raytown Men's Shed. But first, I caught up with Emma Gutierrez and two of her students from the computer class, Anna C. Ryan and Betty Garrett, to discuss the making of their new cookbook. What exactly is going on with the computer club right here at the moment? So I'm here with the lovely ladies, um, Betty and Anne, which are two, Anna, uh, Anna, Anna. which are two of my students. um, And we're here just to talk about a cookbook that we're putting together. Uh, The ladies come in on a Tuesday morning um, to do computer classes and they have been working really hard for the past eight plus weeks and getting the basic skills together, how to open up a new Word document, how to save it, put it in a folder, how to make changes to it with their font, the size, jazz it up, different things like that. Um, So they got to a level and we decided that we wanted to do something fun um, and integrate all of our skills um, and the facilities that are available here at RICC. So we decided to put a little cookbook together of maybe five or six recipes um, and we go up to the kitchen maybe every second week. uh, We choose a recipe and we cook it up and then the ladies come down and they type it up um, and whatever way they like and then they're going to add pictures etc to it and then we'll eventually print it off and they'll do a nice cover page and have a little cookbook at the end of it. Excellent and ladies how do you feel that your skills have progressed over the eight weeks? They have progressed very well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. do you feel a lot more confident I now do. than yes, you do? I do, in myself I do. Yeah. I don't um, know about the other ladies but I feel confident in myself and when you were starting off like how did you feel when you were just starting off to the progression to now that you're being able to well I've been coming for a long long time I've been coming when Brendan was doing the classes at the beginning yeah and I've I've really progressed a lot yeah I forgot a few things because of the lockdown but I'm getting them all back now so and do you think it's just a case of practice? Um, yeah, you have practice. to practice. You have to yeah. practice when you go home. If you have a laptop, you have to practice. And is it also just about not being afraid? I think that's yeah, a lot not of... Not being afraid, yeah. 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 So it's just getting in and doing the work. Yes, yeah. And making mistakes. You make... Yeah, you make... Everyone makes mistakes. You make mistakes, you just correct them. That's it. That's why pencils have a good teacher here. Yes, exactly. I'm Emma's a great teacher. every week with questions <laughs> that I haven't yet thought of. Um, but we figure it out, don't we? And we, we do. get through yes, it. Yes, we do. And what yeah. do you enjoy about coming to the classes? It's the company. Yeah. And do you feel... Most of us live on our own anyway, so... Yeah. We like just the company, you know. And do you feel that it's good? you're all learning at the same pace yes, together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, is really important, isn't it? It's just to have everybody kind of at, at the same level and bringing them up to the same level. Absolutely. Yeah. We couldn't have done what we're doing now unless yeah. everybody was at the same level. And it's their confidence as well. They're confident enough now that they can achieve this, yeah. um, which is so important. Because the first three weeks, it was a hard slog just to get the confidence back up, get yeah. used to the computer again. The mouse was an issue, mm. controlling it, all of that. So um, it's just making a learning a fun, isn't it? Yes, it is. We have a laugh together. We joke with one another and, you know, but we're still learning the basics, you know, and... 
And it's good oh, to have something maybe to work towards yeah. like this. And yes. whose idea was it then, the cookbook itself? Our teacher here. It was Emma. She has great Emma. ideas. And Emma is there with us every step of the way. And we get stuck in little bits. I mean, I used to use a computer in my job. But six years ago, I had a family death. And that finished for me everything. It's taken me a long time to get back. So with the help of Emma and the class and these great people here, I have to say, in RICC and around. I think it's fantastic. I think the work that's done, I think the neighborliness of here, it's so good and you're learning all the time. You're coming back to the kind of things you used to do that you enjoy doing and you lost for various reasons and your sense of self disappeared and very hard to get back. And I just found here, it is fantastic. Oh, and Brendan, of course. Yeah. Brendan who comes in the door and looks to make sure that we're working <laughs> just like being back at school but with a smile and a joke <laughs> and that's that's the thing that you were saying it's very important because the confidence is the key yes that's yeah it. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. it's and a big thing when you keep on that's it, it's to keep on coming back and if you yeah. have a bad week yeah you might it, you know you'll get better the next week or yeah. absolutely well um, all the time emma is listening she's aware of difficulties so she comes comes over to us and Betty has been at this for quite some time so she's very good <laughs> very she, beginning. she's really good at this yeah, so it's it's wonderful it really is wonderful and I think Emma is so good because she doesn't push you she doesn't say oh no why did you do that you know you should have done that mm. she doesn't do that she just comes to look and see what the problem is well now I was going to do that with you next week but right now do this she is confident she knows exactly what she's doing she's terrific that's great advertisement to yourself you can put that on your cv will, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and in but, between uh, we're all reading agatha christie oh great yeah. so it's like a semi book club yeah. as well as a computer class and a cookery class as well absolutely yeah. Yeah. so it's just about making learning fun yeah. isn't it it is and yeah. just th- there's no stupid question either and if you yeah. forget you know what i show you this week if you forget it next week so what you ask again exactly. and yeah. go over it again yeah. and you know you'll eventually get it and yeah. so they're doing marvellous so that's yeah. how we kind of came up it wasn't just me it was that actually it was my idea to do one recipe and then it kind of evolved but the ladies are allowing me to do this with them you know they're yeah. working with me and they're open to new ideas and any ideas I have they're like yeah great let's do it you know so it's brilliant, it's brilliant. yeah and then that that's the thing because it's like I think it's the nervousness I think a lot of people have yeah. nervousness around technology yes. especially yeah. if you're older yeah. and yeah. that just needs to be eradicated yes because it's like everything else it's yeah. the more you practice yeah. the easier it gets and do you find that then do, when yeah. you go home yeah. are you putting all of this into practice yes, then you're remembering yeah, yeah. it when yeah I time i just sit down laptop and i start brilliant yeah, it's and actually things that emma gives me the leaflets you know and i just go through it all they have to put up we net up with me now because we have a whatsapp group set up yeah. <laughs> and videos on it so they had to sick of me at this stage i'd say but, but that's a great uh, addition to it as well it's yeah. just having the whatsapp group there is to get used to that technology as well in yeah. your phones because mm-hmm. my god everyone thing. has yeah. a phone and it's yeah, another yeah. layer to that yes. and I think that's the greatest thing about this class is the fact yeah. that you're learning all the time yeah. and you're getting used time. to it and you don't have that yeah. fear then yeah. kind of yeah. just goes away and then yeah. you're all in it together that's what you feel like this as well yeah. 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 yeah which is great, great. Yeah. only the four of us Every, in the class yeah. and we're all together we're all neighbours anyway so and the hurdles you know. that we had to overcome yeah thanks to Emma 
and to Brendan. Brilliant. And like, as you said there, uh, Anna, you were saying that you had worked previously with computers and then you stopped and then this is almost like it's Until a restart family for death, you. a daughter living in America and not being yeah. able to go over, but she didn't want me there because she'd moved house to the foothills of Georgia. Oh, wow. And she didn't want her mother coming because she didn't know anybody around. I didn't drive. Mm. And to come to America and be isolated. No she pleaded yeah. with me not to come. And 17 days later, she passed away. So... So for me, this is more than this is just yes, revival. Gets me out. Yeah, gets she has company. And over two years lockdown. Exactly. Which has been pretty hard on and everybody. I think that's been hard for everybody as well. And if but you're not, is, you know, used to coming back out and getting back out there and getting involved but this again. This is what happened. You see, I was so used to coming, and then when the lockdown started, Suddenly it stopped. Everything stopped. That's how I forgot most of the stuff. But now it's all starting to come back. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm back here now. Yeah. It's the best class ever. And that's the I thing, I think. I'm honest with you. It's just not to be afraid to get yeah. rid of that yeah. fear. And if that fear is maybe just trying to get back out of the house or if that fear is like yeah. around technology, it's just you're in a safe place. Emma's a lovely person and I'm it's a lovely them. group that you have here. It's a small group. They're small yeah. groups as well. We have windows open. We're still very COVID cautious as well. You know, yeah. we, we take all the precautions we can to make everybody feel as comfortable and safe as possible. Um, and we just, we're, ha- we're having fun and yeah. learning and that's, that's the main great. thing about it. And, it, and, it, and as the ladies were saying, it's a social thing for them as well. Exactly. Which is very important. They have their, yeah. it's the cookery book is happening, so you're swapping recipes, yes. you're swapping Agatha Christie books, so <laughs> it's got everything. And apple tarts today oh. we made. And no no poison scones or anything, so don't no. mix the Agatha Christie no. and the cookery book no. together. No. <laughs> no, we won't do that. And is the classes, are they open now for other people to join or when, is there a new classes happening? Or Yeah, we're definitely going to be looking yeah. at that, hopefully uh, start up with more classes soon. Um, um, our computer room is getting a, a refurb, isn't it, ladies? Yeah, yeah we're going to have beautiful new comfortable chairs, uh, hopefully very soon, um, and desks sorted and, and nice new, new laptops. Yeah, um, and then we're going to take on more classes. For now, this is set in stone with these ladies on a Tuesday, um, and hopefully in the next week or two, I might start to build up one or two more classes, get names together and that. Um, and then as soon as the computer room is set up, we're open for business and all welcome, and we'd love to see everybody, anybody and everybody, even if you just yeah. want to come and try a week you don't like it that's fine um, you know just just come and support us and yeah. we're here to support you in all areas of social media it's not just all, computers yeah. it's like that's the phone mm. it's everyday tasks what's and you have friends in the banking. class so you have friends in the true. class it's a friendly yeah. environment it's friendly, friendly. Yeah. Yeah. you can hear from this it's a very friendly environment oh, it is. So. the ladies yeah. are amazing it's terrific it's an amazing the other two ladies that will be coming in they're fantastic too yeah. Yeah. and that's yeah. it so it's just like an extension of having a social club and yeah. you're learning at the same time and you're learning something that's really valuable to use yeah yeah Yeah. you know so great you'll be flying watch this space uh, everybody Jamie Oliver what are you talking about you could be like the next Mark Zuckerberg here (laughs) thanks very much for coming in and chatting to us ladies thanks Emma thank you thank you thank you bye thank you very much Hello, I'm Derek Buckley, Lord Mayor of Ringsend and Irishtown, and you are listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. I'm joined now by Paul Horan and Martin Byrne, and you're here to talk about the men's shed. And there's 65 men's sheds all over Dublin that we know of, I was going to say, but what exactly do they do? Well, men's shed is... Uh, the men's shed is for... I started a men's shed myself for the simple reason was to do with mental health issues with people 
and that's why I started the shed. And what we do is the likes of gardening, tea, and talking, stuff like that. And so you want what you want to do is like it's about for men to be part of the community more. Is yes. that yeah? Now, that's the goal. To, for somebody that's on their own, I'm not necessarily on their own, but somebody that's looking for somewhere to go and something to do, either retired or either sick or mental issues or anything like that. Because mm, the point is, like, as we know of men, they might not be the best communicators. And maybe, I mean, I read, I was reading up about all different kinds of, you know, men chats, and they said men don't really talk face to face, but they talk shoulder to shoulder. Right. And it's kind of about working and doing things together to kind of, you know, help them out. And maybe, like, they'll have a chat then. Is that the kind of yes, idea? Well, if people come down for the likes of their cup of tea sit there and everybody gets to know everybody and what they want to do you can like i said you can sit all day and drink tea and talk or you can give a hand and get uh, involved in things with other people and make new friends that's most important as well mm. making new friends and uh, helping everybody out as well and paul what's your involvement then <clears throat> in the men's shed my official role is capacity is, is treasurer, so I look after the money and I'm kind of acting secretary now at the minute. So we're in the transition where we're going to do a new uh, committee, we're going to get some more people involved. So we pretty much just one of the thing day to day basis. This we try to organise activities. We, we need kind of projects for the men to do. Like mm. they come down, most of them just want to have a, just get out of the house and have a cup of tea, have a chat, but. A lot of them are kind of more proactive and they like to be maybe doing a bit of painting or, you know, building timber planter benches and stuff like that, you know. So we get different people. We get members of the community coming in now recently, even just coming in with a household item just to be repaired yeah. or replaced. Um, if, we, if we can help, if we can fix it, we will. And they, they, they'll probably give us a donation of maybe if their husband has passed away and they have some tills there in the shed and, and they'll drop them into us and we'll make use of them. And that's the thing, it's good to have like a project maybe in mind because I think a lot of the time with women, say in women's groups, women are more proactive in asking, is there anything on in the community centre? Is there anything I can get involved in? And men might be a little bit more reticent about that. So if you're encouraging people to come in and say, we're working on this particular project. Yes, we have a couple of projects ongoing. We have a, at the moment, we're doing a, a big couple of planter benches for Shelley Bank School, the Educate Together School in Sandy Mount. And we're actually doing that today. Um, we have a couple of sleepers there and we're going to we're going to build them up and put some rebar in them and just make them not just a, not just for plants but they can, the, the kids can sit on them mm. and like we have the award winning gardens out here as well and, and are you involved in that as well do you do work for that well not necessarily work but we, we, we like they've given us a hand and we give them a hand yeah and it's kind of like just about integrating yes. the groups then yes. together. Exactly. Yeah, like, we all yeah. network together. Yeah. And how many members would you have then? We, we did have 25 kind of pre-COVID. And mm. It dropped off a little bit and then we, some, some, some left and we, some new came in. So I'd say we're about 20 at the moment. We're averaging 20 members and we're always open for any new people to come in. And so people can join up whenever, like yeah, they just have to yeah. come into ourselves here in the community centre and ask or exactly, to see yeah. yourself. Come in and we'll have a little process and we'll fill out a form because we need to know like any health issues and depending on the age and stuff and, you know, contact numbers if anything, anything goes wrong. So we kind of have a little criteria there that we, we go through, but it's pretty open house. 
great. And that's the thing, I think right now we were talking before with the active retirement, the, the group from the active retirement and we were saying right now it's kind of about encouraging people to get back out there and rejoin the community because everything's starting back up again and everybody's, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And we have a nice open space down there. The community centre, been, Lorraine's been very good here, giving us a space at the back and we're at the moment we're, we're, we're developing it, we're going to do an allotment because this is the time now for, for planting. Mm. So we, we just got a, a, a drop of a couple of tonne of soil there yesterday. So we're working on that at the minute. So we want to kind of be like self-sufficient and, you know, plant some veg and, and salad and stuff. And, you know. And the weather is getting better, fingers crossed. Yes. So it, it's yeah. a it's time to get out in the open. Be yeah, out so in last the open year we, 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 got a, we got a couple of donations and we, we've, you know, from Google and we, we put a deck there. So we're right on the river and the lads are sitting out there now in the sun having a cup of tea. Great. Kicking back. <laughs> Waiting for us to come back, give them something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're working on a specific project now, is there any way other people can get involved? Maybe not actually coming down to the shed as in working in the men's shed, but is there anything that you need? Like, can people donate to yourselves or can people, you know, give anything to yourselves that you need, maybe? Yes, well, currently we're doing a couple of improvements at the shed, so we need to extend it. It's, it's 10 foot by 16, and we want to square it off at 16 by 16 and put a couple of... Uh, Double patio, uh, French French patio doors, just for air, space, light, um, and just to finish it up, be a little bit more secure as well. Rather than just being like a, like a shed, though, we wanted to have like a, a proper set of doors. So I'd like to say, if anybody out there knows of anybody that's doing an extension or anything, and they're getting rid of maybe a couple of double French doors, where are the guys? So if you have anything like that and you want to contact us here, we're at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. Just pop us an email. That's riccradio2020 at gmail.com and we'll pass it on to the lads. And Martin, what do you think is like beneficial about it? What do you get out of being in, well, involved in it? I have cancer. And that's how the band I get out because uh, when you're sick, right... It's hard to explain. When you're sick, you you can't express your whole feelings, your inner feelings. But myself, mentally, yes, it's helped me an awful lot. Yeah. Oh, an awful lot. And like with other people out there, not to say just cancer, but other issues as well, small issues. And uh, it's a big benefit, big, big benefit to me and other people now. Mm. Not just me. Other people are getting enjoyment there as well. As a mental issue as well, you know. And it, it helps kind of take your mind off things, but yes, also... Yeah, well, somewhere yeah. to go and somewhere to do. Yeah. The biggest in everybody's life. They say I'm bored. But if you're somewhere to go and something in your brain, that's what keeps you active. Yeah. And as I said, I think for women, they're a lot more... It's a lot more... It's more promoted about, I think, a lot of women's groups that people can join, especially. And I think with men, maybe they don't talk about it enough or they don't know enough. But just to say that the men's shed is... There, it's here in Ringsend Community Centre and Irishton Community Centre, and you can get involved. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you might even learn a new skill. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thanks so much for coming okay, in and talking to you. us. Thank Cheers, you. Guys. Thank, you. Bye bye. thank you. You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. We are thrilled to be joined by a boxing legend, Olympic champion uh, Michael Carruth. 
and he is here to talk about the Starbucks program, which is an, an initiative with Dublin City Council. And uh, Michael, you're so welcome. And can you tell us a little bit more about the Starbucks program? Yeah, it's it started 13 years ago, believe it or not. And we were initially given a two year uh, contract to do it and with a year extension. And I suppose with Dublin City Council, when they seen that the numbers that we were getting and the, the volume and, and the, the showcase finals and the, you know things that we were doing, they really bought into it. We also, during the summer, we, we you know, we work in the Aviva. We bring our groups, our youth groups and, and you know, kids with, you know, certain uh, needs as well into Aviva as well. And we do a tour there. We're actually the tour guides, believe it or not. <laughs> we know more about Aviva than most other people, you <laughs> yeah. know. So, and it's a great combination that we have with, with Aviva as well, that they, it's a free tour as well. So we do the tours with them, two tours a day, and it's a bit of crack. So we're starting back with, I think, in in July this year, because obviously what's gone on in the world in the last couple of years is, has been detrimental mm. to everybody trying to get normality in their in their lives. So uh, yeah. Aviva's yes, kicking back this this uh, this year with them as well. So we've we've only got it for two weeks this time, but you know we'll take it. You know it, it helps us out, and we can bring our youth groups into that as well. But the initial part of the Starbucks program was. There's five of us, and we'd work in the in the in the certain five districts of Dublin, uh, and we work Dublin City Council. So uh, sometimes we go South Dublin, another you know, but it's only on on a short thing. You know, we do a session or two and show them what we have. You know, so what it is is we do it's a Starbucks it's program. It's over 13 weeks. The first four weeks is held in the, in the schools, and mm. uh, the schools do it. We go into their assembly halls or their PE halls or whatever they have, and we do the bronze program, which is a non-contact at that. At at that time the next four weeks then we, we bring them to local boxing clubs we get permission of the boxing clubs and I have to thank all the boxing clubs that do help us over the last years because you know they're, they're letting us come in and, and work on their premises and, and things like that but we're also helping them get new recruits as well in that regard so that's the it, it kicks both ways in that yeah. regard so we do a, a silver program what with the silver program we'd start doing contact sparring okay and you do body sparring and then eventually head sparring and then the gold program would be held in the national stadium and so circular road in the high performance unit there where we have three or f- three to five boxing rings assembled at any time and we do the gold program and what we do with that then is we would pair you know we would we would put a tick on these kids a b c whatever it is mm. in relation to how good we feel they are and we try to match them up with kids of their own ability their own age their own size their own weight you know so yeah so we, it's we, a fair we, fight <laughs> yeah we, we you know and sometimes it goes 60 40 you know it could be that way and then the 40 presenter starts out shining the 60 cent you know so yeah. you can't it's boxing it's one of those where games you know so some kids get nervous and they, they don't perform that's the way it works but what we do is uh, we do that in the national stadium so as I said we do the goal program and then we have the showcase final uh, probably about a week after we, we've done the last program and we bring them to the national stadium we ask them to bring their mummies, their daddies their grannies anybody they can bring kids from the school neighbours whoever they want and it's free and um, we do the showcase final and we try to get all boxers from yesteryear to come and do presentations like to Katie Taylor, Kelly Herndon, has done it, Kennedy Egan, Paddy Barnes. I could go on. We, you know, we we give them a certificate for finishing off each of the programs. We want from the bronze, silver, and gold. And it's uh, we're still there, so we must be working. You That's know what it. I mean? So it's uh, it's uh, and we work with our local our local groups and our local schools. Yeah, and it's it's a great uh, opportunity for kids not just to learn a sport, like to learn a new skill, but also do you think like they're getting more out of it? As in, say if you're not the best boxer in the world, but 
it's good just to have the discipline or what else are they learning from oh, this? Absolutely. Like? Boxing is, is, is the one big name, a big word we use is discipline. Mm. You know, when you're in a boxing club, you, you, you don't get away with things. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't mean you have the, the grumpy old fella giving out to you all the time. <laughs> you, you do still have that, you know, he's called my brother Martin. You know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, most clubs, you know, will, you know, they'll, they're not going to tolerate uh, people messing, you know, mm. and I, no, and that's boxing. We just don't tolerate messing, you know. You know, if the kids want to put the work in, they'll get the rewards. Yeah. That's like any 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 group. Uh, and as you just said, you know, they might they mightn't become Olympic champions, you yeah. know, but they become a champion in their own self, you know, by boxing for their own club and representing their own club, mm. and and doing that is a huge uh, thing for them as well. And they part they they. It's inclusion, you know. Yeah. You know, boxing is now normally you're, you're there and you're on. When it, exactly, when it comes yeah. to the crush, you're there and you're on. You know, <laughs> but if you hear someone in the in the in the audience shouting up for you and just Asia on a little bit more mm. again and things like that. So yeah, so yeah, we're not going to produce all champions, but we will will produce champions from this. And it's yeah. good just to get people like back to like well, fitness, just fitness for kids and like getting them involved Absolutely. in it in that way. And, and they now have own fit the air. Yeah. You know, and we kind of give them tips as well, like. Uh, why not get a skipping rope off Santi next year? You yeah. Know? Instead why, not of get a, why not get the Easter egg, get a skipping rope yeah, or, yeah, or a yeah. pair of gloves or, you know, something like that rather than the Easter eggs. And I'm not going, <laughs> everybody's going to be giving out to me about Easter eggs and what we'll having Christmas. But again, you look at children now, you know, 30 years ago, the fitness levels have, have declined, mm. I, I believe, you know, and this is just my opinion. And uh, we have to get it back to where it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when I was a kid, I had five sports. Yeah, you know? that's it. Like- so, and then I had to pick the one that... I think I picked the right one, but um, <laughs> with that, you know, it's just, you know, you're looking at some of the kids there, they're, you know, they're coming in overweight in the whole nine yards, but we, we treat them equally. You mm. know, I work them as hard as I, I do the fit ones as well. And, and is there anybody that reminds you of yourself when you're doing it? Is there any little characters there that you can see? Listen, I love slagging and bragging, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, <clears throat> That's a big part of boxing I, as well, absolutely. I think. Absolutely, yeah. I, I never done it when I was a boxer, you know, I, I always kept putting When I'm with the kids, I tend to give them nicknames and, and they're sticking and you know, some of them don't like the nicknames, you know. But again, you know, there has to be a little bit of banter in, in a gym as well. There has to be a bit of music being played. There has to be a bit of joy, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It can't be all just hard work, hard work, hard work. And that really applies to these kids as well. That if I put a bit of radio on or music on, yeah. they love it. And all of a sudden, they start punching more and they start <laughs> skipping harder and they start doing press-ups better and, and things like that. So you, you just have to, you know, I'm lucky to have my father of two kids as well. So I know what it takes as well to, to what they, they're, they're up against as well, mm. kids. Um, they're at an age as well that you're hoping that they, you know, they'll get sport in their life. You know, yeah. and they'll keep sport in their life. Yeah. And that's one thing we're, we're more proud of the fact that some of these kids might go on and become Irish champions or become coaches. Amazing, yeah, yeah. And, exactly. And, and further on our, our achievements, what we've done over the last 13 years. And you were saying there, you mentioned uh, Kelly Harrington and Katie Taylor, obviously. Are you seeing like a bigger uptick in girls, actually w- uh, women like taking up boxing then? Uh, absolutely. My own boxing club is Drimler Boxing Club uh, now in Dublin 12. And we asked the girls in our club, we asked them a question a few weeks ago, do you want to train with the boys or do you want to train with, with the girls? And they all went, the girls, yeah. right? And we said, right. So we said, so we set up two nights for them a week to train on their own. And then they, we all amalgamate the weekend and train, you know? So, because they all still have to know one another as well. Like yeah. you're, you're going to a boxing championship and you don't know the girl's name or 
if you or the boy's going down to support again and he doesn't know her name it can't work that way you mm. know I'll have to know one but there has been obviously Kelly and Katie have been huge huge um like the campaign, yeah. you know, for us, you know, for winning the Olympic Games, yeah. all of them, you know, and I suppose it happened with me back leaving not 30 years. 30 years. This, this, this year, is this, your anniversary this year. This August, yeah. yeah. So, man, uh, twice, and my wife and myself are 30 years married this year, you know. Oh, wow, so amazing. Next, next month. Did, you, you know? missed your honeymoon, didn't you? Yes, we weren't, uh, I wasn't allowed to go on my honeymoon because, well, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> I went and qualified for the Olympic Games and we got married in the April, but I went into training camp in May. So I wasn't allowed to go on a honeymoon. We went away for the weekends and then we had booked Tenerife to go after I came back from Barcelona. But this age goes and wins the Olympic Games. You know what I mean? And, uh, Just that small matter. So all of a sudden you had to get agents and you had to do this and the other. And he said, well, Michael, you can't go on a holiday. You know? And I go, I'll be killed. And I said, <laughs> so, but the only good thing about it, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law went on my honeymoon. You know? <laughs> we, we we gave them the holiday, you know what I mean? So it wasn't that bad. You're the best son-in-law ever. And then Paul had mentioned it, uh, to the late Jerry Ryan that she hadn't been on holidays, but she was trying to get out that we were, we were going on. And I got she jumped in and he asked companies to come on board and get Michael wow. and Paul at a honeymoon and uh, Paul had, this was the day after the Olympic final and I rang Paul and she says we're going to Hawaii we're going to Hawaii I says what have you been drinking I said yeah. I said we're going to Tenerife I said, I said no no we're not going to Tenerife I said we're going to Hawaii they asked us did we want to go anywhere in the world and I'm not to pick in she picked and I said did you fight that six foot three Cuban yesterday I said <laughs> With two broken hands, I said, Yo, I would have gone to South Africa, you know what I mean? But, uh, you don't get well, a choice. But we done it, the, our, our first anniversary, uh, the day after our first anniversary, we stayed in Jury's Hotel here in Ballsbridge, and I know the manager quite well, and they looked after us. And the next day we flew out to Hawaii. Amazing. So it wasn't bad, you know what I mean? So I'm going to... We got a couple of uh, weekends thrown in somewhere else as well. So nice work. Out. Yeah, <laughs> we have to win those Olympics again. That's you know? it. <laughs> so. well, do you do you have any plans for? Well, maybe not your any celebrations regarding your anniversary, but with for yourself regarding the win for thirty years. Um, it's I don't really I don't know if my family are doing something sneaky. You know, I, I haven't <laughs> a clue. Like they done something for me twenty fifth. Um, to me, it's it's just another day again. You know, like uh, I'll give you a little bit of a sad note on it. That my father would always ring me on on the eighth of August and um, he'd watch the fight mm. and he'd try to save me you know you won that fight you know? <laughs> and I said I know that you know? <laughs> and he goes and this went on for years and he passed in 2011 oh. and on the 8th of August the one thing I miss most is that phone call you know yeah. so I watch the fight now on the 8th of August and I look up and I go yeah right I, I did, did win it. It. so it's a bit of crack with that in that regard so it's uh, I don't know if they're going to do something Paula we have to do something for our wedding anniversary as well we'll probably go away tomorrow I don't know uh, we're going away the end of May um, I think yeah. so <laughs> so yeah we are so be a bit of crack that's <laughs> so. great but that's the thing it's like the, the personal kind of like you're saying the memories that people have that are yeah. attached to it rather than your own memories in yeah. that way and is there anything like then that you do miss about that a bit, a bit getting into the ring like that again well 
you still got that competitive bug in you, you know, mm. and you, you look at people in the national stadium or I'm looking at television, I'd be him, I'd be him, I'd be him, I'd be him, I'd be her, I'd be her, I'd be him, you know? So you always have that as a boxer, you always, always have that competitiveness, you know? Um, it's but amazing. you're funneling it into training now for the next generation. Really. So, absolutely, I'm, I'm, yeah. co- I'm head coach of German Boxing Club, so I'm, I'm, I'm going there tonight again, training. Um, it's a full-time commitment as well to coaches because it's, it's a voluntary basis that one is you know yeah. being coaches of your club I'm the chairman of the Gymnasium Boxing Club as well so um, we have a great bunch of coaches and, and, and people you know but you were talking about you know people talking about where were you when you won the yeah. gold and the, the stories that they told me over the years you know people telling me stories when you won that gold medal you know and, I go, and I've always said to myself I should write a book about this other people's stories yeah, memories and my about story, it, yeah. your story about my story <laughs> is the title I have in the head you know and I was only walking down in Dungarvan two years ago we were walking through the main square in Dungarvan and I was just talking to some of my, my boxers and I was telling them about people coming you know where I was when I won the gold medal and the stories that they gave me and then all of a sudden this elderly couple walked by and they're holding hands and they're looking at it going and you know straight away they're doing the elbow to one another and a man comes over and he proceeds to tell me a story you know about where he was the day I won the gold medal and I said to the boys do you think I should write that book now I said yeah (laughs) and I said I think you should Michael more than your own story it's everybody else's story and then just to say because we were talking about like how it's a solo endeavour really when you're in that ring you're on your own and we've seen like other sports stars like say tennis stars like you know Naomi Osaka and then Radicanu, yeah. the pressure yeah. that they've been under and the, the mental health kind of situation around sports, do you think that that has improved or how can oh, it improve? Without question, you know, like, listen, our sports people now in, the day, in this day and age, they looked after physically as well as mentally, if not equally, you know. So back in the day, you had to get on with it, you know. There was no such thing as sports psychologists. There probably was, but they were in different sports. Boxing is a different kind of game as well that you're, you're obviously getting into the ring and you're own you know mm. most of the sports you're not on your own mm. yeah so the mental part of that was my belief always was if I got my work done in my in my training and I was at the absolutely top end of my game I could beat anybody yeah in my head yeah I could beat anybody and I proved it <laughs> because I beat Juan Hernandez Sierra from Cuba yeah he was arguably one of the greatest boxers to ever walk this planet you know and amazingly he never won an Olympic gold medal because four years later he, he, he went he got to the final again and he boxed a Russian and I swear I was looking at myself and the Russian because the Russian boxed him exactly the same way I boxed him you know um. he went to the next Olympic Games and got a bronze medal so he's twice silver medalist once bronze medalist and, never and he won five world titles but never won the Olympic gold medal so my belief was when I was getting into this ring was he's expected to win not me mm. so I took all the pressure off myself yeah so even the day beforehand Martin Bernie from the Times says to me Michael how are you going to beat the Cuban and it's, it wasn't it wasn't a secret over in Barcelona but it was that the rest of the world my hands were broke yeah know? I broke both my hands in both the, of them both of them you know and left hand in the second fight right hand in the third fight and um he says to me, how are you going to beat this Cuban? I said, well, that's a great question. I said, my left hand is broke. My right hand is broke. He's six foot three. I'm five foot seven on my tippies. <laughs> how the hell am I going to hit him, bro? Martin, never mind beat him, I said. You know? And my dad knew what I was at. 
I was taking the pressure off myself. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what I do. And that's what I'd like to, what a lot of sports people as well, and anybody else, you know, listen, don't be putting pressure on yourself. Mm. You need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Yeah. If you need some help, get the help, you know? Yeah. Don't just get on with it because you're not going to, you're not going to solve it out yourself. Yeah. Sports people, a little bit different because particularly boxers as well that we, you know, uh, we're tough. Mm. We're all not that tough. Yeah. Talk to people. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. Which is, a, that's just a great point, like, and especially when you're saying about, you know, getting involved with kids as well in this yeah. program. And I think what you're saying there about like support and you're all there to support them and help them out as well. Absolutely. And I think that's another great thing about sports and, you know, the community elements of it. And it's it's great here in Rings End. We have the boxing here is on every Tuesday and Thursday yeah. and you're very involved in that. Um, yeah. And yeah, just thanks a million for all no that. Pleasure being Inspirational. Here. Thank you thanks very so much. much. So. That's all from the Rick Radio Community News Desk for this week. If you have any events or information you'd like for us to broadcast on the programme, please email us at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com. If you could allow two weeks lead in time as this podcast is pre-recorded. My thanks to our guests today, Michael Carruth, Martin and Paul from The Men's Shed, Emma from The Computer Club with Anna and Betty. And as always, thanks to Dylan and Daniel on sound. From me, Jennifer Gannon, have a great week. Stay safe and I will be back next Monday at 12 noon.